0: This week on the podcast, I explore a deep and philosophical viewpoint into the world of automated trading and its inevitable rise for investors. We explore the evolutionary nature of human decision making and its limitations in complex financial markets by examining cognitive biases and their impact on manual trading. Now, I'll also discuss the technological advancements driving this shift, risk management in auto trading, and the future trends and challenges in this rapidly evolving landscape. Now get ready for a completely new and fresh perspective on the future of investing and why auto trading is poised to dominate. You're listening to the Option Alpha Podcast from OptionAlpha.com, where we show you how to make smarter trades, learn how the stock market really works, and generate consistent monthly income. income. Now, your host and head trader at OptionAlpha.com, Kirk Duplusses. Hey everyone, this is Kirk here again from Option Alpha, working every single week to make this the most popular investing podcast offered online because it's based on one thing and one thing only, and that's helping you consistently place smarter trades. So again, thank you so much for tuning in today and welcome back to today's episode, show number 230. I got to be honest, this one's going to be an interesting one because I have truly scripted this show out since December 6th of 2021. That's the first time I actually came up with this title, knew I wanted to do a show about this, and for whatever reason, I just kept coming back to it and coming back to it and rewriting the outline and adding notes to it, and then i think of something, and then I would read something, and I would come back to it. And so I've been outlining and working on this show for a long time, since December 6th, 2021 is the first time I put it into Trello, which is the system I use to kind of manage a lot of the stuff and content that we do here at Option Alpha. And I think what's also interesting is that I went back and I listened to show number 99 on the podcast. Now, if you haven't listened to show number 99, you can do this after this episode. We'll recap some of that stuff here. But show number 99 was titled, Why Auto Trading Will Dominate the Investing World and What You Can Do Now to Prepare. Now, what's crazy about this, and I had to literally count this on my hands, is that this show was released in June of 2017. That's six years ago that I released that podcast talking about this abstract, pie in the sky, absolutely crazy idea. In fact, it was before I met my partner, Jack, and the team, and we had all the people that we have here at Option Alpha completely before this. It was just a solo gig, basically, at that point. And I was dreaming up this idea of doing auto trading because I knew this is where. In the, that podcast, if you listen to it, I talk about where the puck is going, and I was trying to skate where the puck is going. And it was just really crazy that that was six years ago. The time has just absolutely flown, but. In those six years, I think not only has a lot changed and not only is auto trading here, but I still think that we're we're not even in the beginning ending. The stadium is just filling up. The pitchers are warming up. Like People are just getting their hot dogs and hamburgers. This is in such an infant stage at this point still and has the potential to rapidly advance that I've just been telling people and thinking about this and realizing that I wanted to do a show that really described why this was inevitable. Not only because it's already here, so that inevitability of auto trading is here now, but why auto trading will 100% dominate the entire world of investing, and more specifically, the world of options trading, as it continues to evolve, because it will. And it's not only is it here, but the pace at which it's evolving is going to speed up and continue to move faster and faster and faster. And so I wanted to do this podcast because I want you, whoever's listening, or if you share this episode with somebody, that you understand just how quickly this landscape is evolving and why it's so important that you have to get on board with this right now. Whether it's with Option Alpha or somebody else, it doesn't matter, but for your own sake, it is critical that you get on board with this auto trading wave because it will evolutionarily, if that's even a word, change the way that we invest. And it's already doing so. So the one thing I'll talk about before I just dive in here, I've got a couple notes that I wanted to go through. And like I said, I've been building up this podcast now for a couple of years. So there's a lot of stuff that I want to go through, but I hope it'll help out. We'll put all this, by the way, in the show notes, optionalpha.com slash show230. And that's just optionalpha.com slash show230. But the first thing that I want to talk about is just the concept purely of investing. And I think about this concept as And this is this goes for any investing, by the way. So we'll broadly talk about options trading, but it doesn't really matter. It could be stock investing, real estate investing, business investing. It doesn't matter. Investing purely is taking a calculated risk based on known variables today, and then being forced, forced to hold that position or that risk to reach some expected outcome in the future. That's all investing is. Investing is today trying to get to tomorrow, and not tomorrow, tomorrow, but proverbially speaking tomorrow, to some future outcome, and being able to calculate and try to determine as best we can in an unknowable future what that risk that we're gonna have to cross is. I guess you could kinda say that this unknowable future will always be this chasm of risk between today's investment and tomorrow's future return. So we as investors, whatever we do, we have to cross this chasm of risk because you can't just have this free lunch where you just make an investment and it pays off. No, that risk has to be managed at some point. You have to pay your dues. There's a, a give and a take, a yin and a yang to that. And so the world of investing in all forms is the calculation of risk and then the management of that risk between today and some future date. Now, the journey between here and there, that's where all investors fail. I mean, a lot of investors, of course, can fail with bad decisions, right? Like the initial trade is a bad trade, a bad investment. And it's because they're, they're miscalculating risk, right? That's mainly the reason. So they're miscalculating risk, they have huge assumptions, big position size. You guys have heard me talk about this at nausea, so I don't need to recap all these and get a bunch of bloody noses and <laughs> beat a dead horse here. But the journey between here and there, that's why most traders fail. Because I can tell you what to do, or anybody can tell you what to do to be successful. But yeah, people don't actually do it because the journey, the crossing that chasm of risk, holding positions, being patient, letting the numbers work out, right? That process is extremely hard. And not only is it just hard on surface level, now you introduce a human a flawed, emotional, highly subjective, highly influenced human into the equation. And it's no wonder that we see all the time investors failing when they try to become great investors and great traders. And so I think that the journey between here and there, today and tomorrow, and why investors fail is exactly why automated trading auto trading systems, trading based on math and data and probabilities, quant trading, whatever you want to call it, whatever spin you put on it, trading like that will continue to dominate. As I mentioned in show number 99, I think it was four of the top five hedge funds or four of the top 10 hedge funds, maybe something like that. Don't quote me on that. We're already using pure base quantitative. That was six years ago. Do you think that that has slowed down? No, of course not. Everyone is using a quantitative math, data, probability, stats, AI now generated technology for determining positions, managing risk, and crossing that chasm. And if you think that that is going to slow down, stop, or reverse, you are absolutely delusional. Now, there's three reasons why, and I think I'll keep coming back to these things as we go through the show here, but there's three main reasons why I think that auto trading will dominate in the future and this again you can call it algorithmic trading you can call it quant trading whatever you want to call it but trading based on math and numbers and removing as much as possible the minutia and the mundane activities of manual trading not that humans aren't involved in decision making in that process because you are involved in the strategy and the setup and the position sizing there are critical inputs that humans have to make in we talked about on one of the first shows when we released the new platform is that automated trading doesn't mean unattended. But why automated trading will dominate in the future, I think are because of three main reasons. One is that latency has collapsed. So the lag between getting information and that information being displayed or priced into the market has absolutely collapsed. In fact, you could say, With the rise of the internet and the faster and more connected that we are as a world and as a society, the latency between information exchanging hands and then that information being changed in the market, meaning repricing of entire markets, has absolutely collapsed. It truly means that if you sleep for a day, you could miss major events and historic moves in the market. Now, this really wasn't the case 10 years ago. Go back further, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. That latency was an edge for people because if you had information, you had the ability to move ahead of the market. But now information is priced so fast and at such a rapid pace and with such extreme volatility that literally you can't take your eyes off of it. Things are here and gone. Opportunities are present and then poof, gone. And if you believe that that is, again, not even gonna continue to improve, you're completely delusional that you can sit on your hands and you cannot have something checking all the time for you. You have to. It's almost critical at this point that you do this because information is moving so fast and will move even faster. Okay, number two is that choices have exploded. Now, this is a really important one. And I think not only is this just the reality of where we are as an industry and where I think things are gonna go and I'll talk about this a little bit in this one too, but the fact that we have more choices, more trading products to choose, more industries, more ETFs, more expirations. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, they released new expiration series for SPY and for some of these other ones, just a couple of weeks ago. And so you now have, or SPX I think was a couple months ago, they released some new series. But your choices for trading have exploded. I mean you can practically trade anything you want in virtually any market and options trading just continues to catch up with this too where just new products are coming out, new ETFs are coming out and then you can trade options on all of those. And so what happens is, is that when you have choices, the ability to move between those choices now have exploded which creates a lot of volatility because at the snap of a finger, I can move my entire portfolio from bonds to gold and I can move it from gold to a split between bonds and emerging markets or whatever I want. Or I can move everything out of tech this morning and I can move it all back into tech in the afternoon. And so the ability to have so much choice means that we're seeing, I think, a lot more volatility because things are rapidly moving between the most advantageous areas or sectors or opportunities. And that choice also means that if you're not able to then move to those areas, you're going to fall behind, which gets me to number three, which is the fact that auto trading will dominate because agility, the ability to be agile with your portfolio and your investments as a trader is vital to your success. So if you think about the fact that latency has collapsed, so the time gap between information being realized like new information coming out and that information being priced or moving markets, that's collapsed, it's almost zero. Now you have choices exploded, which means you can trade anything at any point all over the world in the snap of a finger. Now you realize that agility, the ability to move capital fast into the most appropriate area is the most critical thing that you should have as part of your portfolio. And if you don't have that, it means that you will fall behind, maybe slowly at first, If you're listening to this podcast right now and you haven't auto-traded, you know and I know that you feel like you're slowly slipping behind, like you can't keep up with all the information. Look, I personally feel that right now with like AI stuff. I try to do a little bit every day of like catching up and reading and read the TLDR newsletters on what's going on in that because I feel like that is a big trend that you can't slip behind too far. I definitely am not at the forefront of that focus my time a little bit elsewhere, but I can't slip behind on that because it's going to be such a big part. And we're already using part of that technology inside of Option Alpha now, so I can't slip behind even further. But the ability to be agile, and what I mean by being agile is being flexible and not only position sizing, like scaling up and scaling down, almost like lungs breathing. You breathe in, you breathe out. and It's just this accordion action that happens. But also the ability to quickly swap entire portfolios, I mean truly, swap entire portfolios at the snap of a finger. If you don't have that ability, you're going to be left behind and I think that's why we see so much volatility is because the systems and the quants and the funds that are using this technology already and are competing with us as retail traders, me and you, because that's who I fight for is like me and you, retail traders, they are competing with us And we are competing with them to a certain degree to find these opportunities and to take advantage of these opportunities. You see so much volatility because you can get in and out of these markets fast and they're doing it faster. And so if you can't have technology catch up with that, which is going to happen, then you're going to continue to fall behind. Now, the other note that, so that's the three things. Latency has collapsed, choices have exploded, and agility is vital. Now, couple other quick notes and then we'll go into the evolutionary background stuff. But look, I think the thing here is that even though I said, you know, we kind of compete as retail traders against other firms and and everyone's generally competing in, in the market against each other, right? I mean, for one side of a trade, there has to be another side of the trade. So I don't look at that and say, oh, there's no competition in the market. Of course there is. But the reality about this new generation of auto trading and the way I see it and the way I've seen it for years and years, i mentioned it on podcast 99 six plus years ago where I talked about this is that everyone can benefit from cooperation and collaboration here, and it doesn't have to be a revolutionary thing where we all just say, okay, we're gonna stop manual trading, we're gonna hit the red button, and everyone has to switch over. No, it's going to be a collaborative, cooperative thing because you can learn and help develop your strategy by participating in this conversation whether you actively participate or passively participate, watch and learn and clone and share, whatever. But the reality is, is that as we become more interconnected, the ability for you to improve your skills and improve your success by being part of a community that is at the forefront of this, whether it's here or someplace else, I don't care, but as long as you're someplace in this ecosystem, I think is something that you benefit from. You benefit from the cooperation, the collaboration, because somebody trading one strategy might have a great setup and it might work in a different market or you just make a little tweak, but you didn't have to get there from square one all by yourself. Imagine building a house. If you never had blueprints, you never had a plan, you never had anything, you didn't know what to do, it's really hard. But what if you just had a blueprint? What if you just had the the plans of a house, right? That gets you... of the way there, right? And then what if you teamed up with some people who are home builders or you went to a, I don't know, a home builder meetup or something like that, right? And you met some people and you watched some videos and you kind of learned the tricks of the trade. I'm not saying you're going to build the perfect house, but you surely are going to get there a lot easier and faster than if you just completely shut everyone else out and said, you know what? I'm just going to do this on my own with no help and I'm the best and I know better than everybody else, yet good luck building a house like that. And I think about portfolios and investing like that too. You can't tell me that there's no value in being part of a community and learning and watching and experiencing how others trade. I do too. I look at how other people trade and how they do things and how they set up their strategies and their templates. And I say, oh, I'm gonna take that piece from that person. That's a good idea. Or maybe I take that piece, but twist it a little bit and make it a little bit more towards my my own style and my own personal risk tolerance. Now, the other major part here is that you cannot stop this process. This process is already underway. I think I said in show 99 that it was an eventual and inevitable outcome. Well, it's already here. It's been here. We've been auto trading for a while. People are already auto trading. Firms and funds have been auto trading for a while. They just keep it in their own black box, but you can't stop it. It is a runaway train and it's going to consume everything for traders. It's here and every day it gets better. And as more people adopt it, the network effect of auto trading and using this type of technology gets stronger and stronger and deeper and deeper ingrained until you are forced to adopt it. And I'm telling you this because I truly care. I'm like looking at my keyboard and looking at my screen here. I'm telling you this because I care that you actually don't get left behind here. If you're listening to this podcast, if you do anything in trading, realize that you will be forced to adopt auto trading at some point in the future. If you think about even most technologies right now, they're forcing the adoption across every spectrum. I look at, actually it was funny, we were at my in-laws house the other day, this is my wife's parents, and I know they're definitely not listening to this podcast, but Ed and Kathy, I love you and it's so funny to watch this happen. But For the first time, my mother-in-law said that she was forced, and she hates this, she was forced to auto bill pay. And in the very smallest sliver of example, you can see how this is going to play out because in order for her to get the service she wanted to get, which is the service now everybody wants, right? She was forced into auto bill pay. Now you're talking about this is a lady who literally still balances her checkbook in the checkbook. She really doesn't even care about the bank account at all, writes every check, sends everything. And she was forced and she was laughing at it because I told her, I said, you know, you're gonna just, you might as well just do it. You might as well learn how to do auto bill pay. I told her this years ago because eventually they're gonna force you to do it. And she told me, she's like, Kirk, they forced me into auto bill pay. I have my first auto bill pay. Comes out every month and now I have to remember to write it down in, you know, in my checkbook, in my, my ledger. And I thought that was funny because It shows that eventually, as technology gets better and better and better, and as everyone else adopts it, it will be forced upon you. I promise you this, and maybe it takes six years, maybe it takes seven years, maybe it takes 10 years, I don't know how long it's gonna take, but I will tell you this, eventually, everybody will be auto trading. It's what's gonna happen. Every single person will be auto trading. Manual trading might actually cost extra money in the future, oh, I know, I know what you're thinking, how dare you, Kirk, say these kind of crazy things, but I'm telling you, manual trading in the future, I bet will cost more money than auto trading because they'll have to manage that process, whatever that process ends up being, even if it's just your fingers on the phone or your fingers in your app or making a couple of clicks, for whatever reason, it's going to be more expensive to manual trade because it's going to be cheaper to auto trade for you. And so maybe that changes the industry. Just how it's more expensive now, I don't know if you know this or you've watched this, it is more expensive to have your bills and statements and everything mailed to your house, right? And that mostly happens in an automated fashion. There's not people sitting there stuffing envelopes. No, that's all automated, but it's more expensive. It's cheaper just to do auto bill pay. And that's going to happen. The last thing is before we get to the evolutionary background stuff, so I'm not even halfway through the podcast here at this point, but just a couple like keynotes at the beginning. The last thing is that because this is becoming the next frontier, because this, like I said, that first inning hasn't even started, people are just coming into the stadium at this point. I mean, we got a long game, but the game is going to go fast. Because this is the next frontier, truly a frontier, we are forging a frontier together. All those traders and all those people who are at the forefront of this as pioneers, as trading pioneers, you're gonna get rewarded. You're gonna get rewarded because you are going to shape this entire industry. We've already seen it happen because Option Alpha traders, you've already helped shape what we do here at Option Alpha. And the product now, the platform now, is completely different than what it was when we launched because We're all learning together. We're trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work and how this thing evolves. And if you get to that forefront, you're gonna get rewarded for being there. It's like the early explorers, right? There's some risks, there's some volatility in being at the forefront, things are gonna change fast. And we get that, we understand that. It's not gonna be all roses and sunshine, but you're gonna get rewarded for being at the front. So get to the front, because it's just starting right now. It's barely even started. I mean, We have so much more that can happen that you have to be part of this movement. All right, so let's actually get into some of the evolutionary background stuff because I think, and as I scripted this out and rewrote this outline 452 times or more, I found that eventually it came down to, with the help of reading and listening and watching so many different other things around this concept. And it wasn't necessarily trading or investing, but just I've seen this this like evolutionary perspective on things. And it seemed like the most logical explanation and analogy. And those of you who know me know I'm a sucker for a good analogy, so I'll use one here in this podcast with you all as well. But there is an evolutionary argument that you could make to why auto trading not only has surfaced, has revealed itself, but why it will continue to dominate in the future. And it starts with this background into these cognitive limitations that we have as humans. So look, if you go back hundreds of thousands of years, Humans have the ability to grow and evolve, we've shown, and it's mostly based, and I'm not by any means like a scientist on this, okay, this is my own perspective and my own thought process around it, but humans have grown and evolved based on making better decisions. I mean, like if you just, why are we here and why are we not still in the stone age is because we eventually made better decisions. Well, how did we make better decisions? Better decisions came from more information. We realized, hey, if I do that, I'm going to kill myself. If I eat that plant, I'm going to die. If I do that thing, I'm going to die also. If I do this combination of things, I'm going to die. And so as we had better information, we ultimately ended up making better decisions. And so now here's the crazy part is that as information collectively started to expand between people, then we thrived. Because if I was in my own little tribe, my own little group, if I realized some plant was bad, but I never told anybody, or it never got out, or I never wrote it down. I mean, written language is not that old. Written language is very new. If I never wrote it down, never transfer that information to somebody else or someplace else, then it never expanded. And we couldn't thrive as a species. We, We really couldn't. And so what you see, and you see this historically, As information and data expands, we thrive. It's purely that. So as we get more information and more data, and that data and that information expands to more connected people, generally we thrive. Now look, our brains, however, are still limited. So in all this time that we've been here, we still haven't had the cognitive capacity to actually hold all this information. Do you understand? We haven't had the cognitive capacity to hold this information. There's no way that I could tell you to recite word for word, the entire part of this podcast up until this point and you would be able to remember even a fraction of it because we don't have that ability. But in my computer, in your computer in every computer, it has more capacity to remember and recall information than we will ever have, than we will ever have. Now, what it does with that information, up to subjective analysis at this point. And that's where the human element does come in to determining strategy and position allocation and stuff like that and making some of these decisions, some of these important decisions that require some really complex thinking. But as far as pure information and data collection and recall of that information, we will never be on any stage that is comparable to where computers are or where they're going. So what happens is our brains just naturally They make concessions all the time. Even if we wanted to recall situations or events, we can't recall them perfectly. It's truly impossible for us to do this. Our brain has to make concessions all the time. It has to choose to focus on some things and it has to choose, sometimes at the subconscious level, to avoid or ignore other things. And again, this is just, I think about this as like, there's no way I could do this. Yet there's no way I could analyze thousands of markets, remember thousands of things, remember thousands of prices, make thousands of calculations absolutely perfectly and recall them perfectly forever. You just can't do it. So, therefore, there's this need for constant imperfect decision making that comes from crashing head on with financial markets. And so now you take this imperfect human brain, myself included, right, in that totally imperfect human brain filled with biases and all kinds of emotional outbursts in different directions, and you smash this head on to insanely complex financial markets where latency has collapsed, choices have exploded, right? What do you think the outcome is going to be of that? And so what I think is I think in this case, this is why you see traders starting to really part ways. And what I mean by part ways is you start to see and you're going to see this if you haven't already felt it it's happening i can see it in communities in the way that people talk and think about trading and investing is there's a splitting of the sea that's happening right now and you have people who are holding on with all their might to the old way of thinking and the old way of doing things the gut the feel the i can read every 10k and 10q and i can do everything and then you have this other wave that says you know what i realize That I'm limited and I'm going to lean into the data and the technology and the advancements and the auto trading side. Because when you collapse and crash these things together, an imperfect human brain that's limited, that makes concessions with an insanely complex financial market that's getting more and more complex, faster and faster, more volatility, more choices. I just can't imagine that traders have a great time working in that environment. And plus, on top of this, we have all types of common biases that impact us as traders. right? And that if we start to expose those biases to our trading strategies, we know what the results are going to be. Because these common biases such as confirmation bias and loss aversion and the endowment effect, we've got a whole page and whole pages on this so you can learn up more about those. But those types of things It's like literally we are cutting ourselves off at the knees as we try to cross this chasm of risk. Remember I said in the beginning that all investing to me is the ability to take a calculated bet and get from today to tomorrow. And the problem comes mostly in the middle. The problem comes mostly in the middle because we have to hold on to that bet. We have to make a trade today and then we've got to hold it for 30 days. And oh my God, how many emotions and how many news stories and how many things happen in 30 days? that cause you to counter, to second guess yourself, to look at things differently than they actually are, to be forced to deal with things like the endowment effect where the thing you have is just more valuable because you have it. Maybe it's not even valuable at all, but because you have it and you're in the trade, you now are tied to it. You have this emotional attachment to this trade. That's the endowment effect. And so this is the problem is that we have to deal with crossing this chasm of risk, this bridge between today and tomorrow for trading. And we're crossing this bridge with all sorts of emotional and cognitive limitations that really are not up to our control. Like we have no control over this. This is the fascinating part here that in marketing, you'll hear people say, and I'll just tell you honestly how this works, right? In marketing, you'll have people say, hey, you have to tell people that's not their fault. And the reality is, is that in this case, it's not your fault, it's not my fault, just what we're limited to. We can only learn so much. We fall pitfall and victim to the same emotional biases and confirmation biases and loss aversions that we will always fall pitfall to. And what is fascinating is that historically, we've seen these trends and waves and people say like history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes because for most of history, for all of history, It's always been based on human emotional cycles and trends and waves, whatever you want to call it. But that's changing. And so we may not see those same types of, maybe there's new patterns that evolve that are not based purely on emotion because now things are a little bit more systematic and more definitive and more math and probability focused. So all in all here, on the cognitive evolutionary background, technology and data has surpassed our ability to keep up with it. You feel it, I feel it, I truly feel it these days with like AI stuff, which is going so fast and I'm trying to keep up with it and we just can't do it. And so personally, I believe one of the reasons we see this growing void between people who quote unquote make it in the market and that those who don't is that the people who make it realize the limitations that they have as a human, emotional, biased trader And they do not try to cross the bridge, the chasm of risk between today and tomorrow as an investor. They don't try to cross that bridge without better tools, without more data, better computers and systems, algorithms, auto trading systems. They realize that they can't cross that bridge just with their emotions, just manually trying to do it anymore. Because sure, they might find a little bit of success, but they know they're not going to get to the end point that they want to get to. So now we get into automation and now objective decision making. So if the evolutionary perspective is we have too much information we can't keep up, now what's the next evolutionary step? And the next step is using automation, using technology and data to make more objective decisions. And so what auto trading systems do, I believe, and the best ones and ones that we're trying to create here at Option Alpha Are systems that are designed to overcome these biases and emotions. It's not designed to completely replace you as a trader. It is meant to be the best tool that you could possibly use. Because as we talked about before, it doesn't mean unattended. Please do not misunderstand me when I say automated does not mean unattended. We've talked about it so much We have a whole podcast on it. It was the first podcast that we released as we rolled out the new platform because humans do play a role in critical strategy development for trading. You still need, and I believe you will always need, a rational, thoughtful human to say, yes, that makes sense. I don't want to do it every day. I don't want to enter those trades every day and I don't want to deal with the emotions of it. But from a strategy perspective, yes, that makes sense, or yes, I want to trade this way because the potential outcome of that strategy fits well with how I know my risk tolerance is as a trader. So the other part then is that auto trading just gives you the ability to execute trades at higher speeds and by analyzing vast amounts of data thousands of times faster than you possibly could. So if you think about it, and to use an analogy, like you are the commander of this army of bots and computers, and you're telling them what to do and what not to do and what to look at and what markets to go in, and that is your new role as an investor. And I got to be honest with you, this is where people have had a lot of struggling making this transition to auto trading, but it's happening and you're going to be forced to do it, so you better do it right now. Because previously, you got away with being the person who just went into the market every day and said, "Ah, I'm going to find a trade. I'm going to kind of look for some things. I call them the rodeo cowboys. They just kind of come in, shooting up the place, trying to find a trade, poking at everything. right? But there's no strategy. There's no concept around this. There's no tactical advantage. You're not really looking for anything. You don't have a target list. You're not analyzing things anyway because you just don't know. And you can't do it. You know on a deep level that you just can't possibly watch every market. So you look for gimmicks and gotchas and hot trades and this and that. And I know we've all been there. We've all felt that. We've all done that too. But you got to get yourself out of that. Because now what you need is you need to be a manager, a general of your army that you have, of your auto trading technology computer army that you have that is at your disposal to do things faster and analyze data much faster than you ever could. And what this means is that now you can get to a point where you're making objective, data-driven decisions that are free from your human emotional biases. That means that as you're crossing this risk chasm, this difference between today and tomorrow as an investor, you now are looking across that, that void and you're saying, I'm gonna build a bridge from here to there. But now you're doing it with all the information and all the data possible at your fingertips to potentially build the most stable, logical, successful bridge to get from here to there. That doesn't mean it's always going to be successful, right? There's risks involved, but you're doing it from an objective, data-driven approach. That means that what you can do, and I think this is really fun, is you can start to exploit market inefficiencies much more effectively Than manual traders. It is just the reality of it. If latency has collapsed and choices have exploded, and I said, remember, I said that you have to be agile, it's vital. It means that you literally have to go where the opportunities are fast. And then when that opportunity potentially dries up, you are done and out. And so, this exploitation of inefficiencies, that's where the greatest traders are going to be. Now, to take a step back and just think for a second, the greatest traders and investors of all time, you think about, literally, think about in your head, who are the greatest traders and investors of all time? Now, I would argue to say that their quality that was better than everybody else was that they had more self-control and emotional intelligence. Please debate me on this, because this is the reality. The best investors and traders of all time They weren't necessarily better pickers, definitely not in many cases. They weren't great at picking the hot thing and the whatever. But what they had that nobody else had and they were better at was self-control and emotional intelligence. They were just flat out more computer-like than everybody else. Please argue with me and tell me I'm wrong on this. I think it's the reality. I think when you really peel back all the layers of the onion, the people who are the best were the people who had more self-control, who didn't make irrational decisions, that were making great decisions during turmoil. I think about like the Warren Buffetts of the world. The markets are collapsing, he's making investments. When the markets are high, he's sitting in cash. And it's because that's the rational, objective, data-driven approach. And he doesn't give a crap what anyone else thinks. And that's the level of emotional intelligence that he had. And previously, you needed that high level of emotional intelligence to be successful. That's why those guys and girls and ladies, they were all so successful because they had it and everybody else didn't. Well, guess what? The playing field's now a lot more level and it's getting more level and more tilted in the favor of the individual trader who can now use these tools and have these tools at your fingertips to effectively do the same thing, to automatically have more self-control and emotional intelligence through the use of technology Right at your fingertips. And now you have access to data that previously maybe cost a lot of money or was hard to get or was hard to synthesize and aggregate, but now it's at your fingertips. And now you connect these things together and you truly have an amazing opportunity. Now, auto trading technology advancements, I think, are some of the most critical things that you should be watching for and paying attention. And I think that there's a couple key things here that I want to hit on because this is also part of why auto trading will dominate in the future. Number one is that technology advancements have made auto trading more accessible and efficient. I am shocked at how slow the adoption of auto trading has been everywhere else. And I think, I don't want to say I think, I am resolute that auto trading technology is going to explode in adoption. Because as it becomes more efficient and more accessible, The use cases for using it will explode and the network effect of that will explode. And it will seem like it happens overnight, just like how ChatGPT has come on the stage of AI overnight. You know, AI was dreamed up decades ago, was started decades ago, but really overnight, there was just a spark and now it's here and it's not going anywhere. And I think for investors in auto trading, and I've said this for years, but the options industry, the investing industry is notoriously a dinosaur, but I believe that it's happening faster and faster and there's going to be a spark at the point at which it just snap and it happens and it's here and then you've missed it. And now it's the reality. If you couple this also with the impact of AI and machine learning and big data, you realize just how close we are to mass adoption and forcing of all people and traders to use automated systems for everything that they do investing. I think that the introduction of chat GPT and all the different trends that we've seen just in the last year on that with machine learning and big data just means that this is going to happen faster than maybe we expected. Now, all this is great because all of these technological advancements are doing something that's really important for people like me and you, retail traders is that it's reducing the barrier to entry and truly democratizing auto trading for everybody. Now I literally see this right now because a lot of traders who use Option Alpha way more than ever before in the past, but prior to the release of our platform, are traders who are overseas, international traders who are in Australia or the UK or wherever, dozens and dozens of countries Around the world, and they now can start trading the US markets because they have a tool to do it. Prior to this, the barrier to entry was their physical location because they had to wake up at the time that markets were open in order to watch and make decisions. I have emails from people who say they used to get up in the middle of the night. If you're listening to this, you're overseas, you know. Maybe you got up early or you stayed up late because you had to make the open or make the close, and that was the only way you could do it. You could only trade the open or trade the close because that is what worked for your time zone. But now, auto trading technology and, and generally all these technological advancements have reduced the barrier to entry. You now also couple this with the fact that, as I've mentioned so many times, the fees and the costs and the commissions for trading are collapsing. It happened so fast with TD and all these other places. Robinhood was really the one that sparked the fire, if you will. Kudos to them. But now all these fees and all these other things are just collapsing. And this will continue to happen. And that will, again, mean that there's less barriers to entry. More people can now do this. And that's a great thing. It means that there's more liquidity in the market. It means that there's more efficiency in the market. And that means that, again, these ideas of latency collapsing and more choice means that you do have to be more agile. This is the reality. More people are coming into the market. There's more liquidity, which means that the inefficiencies are collapsing, which means that they will be there and gone and you have to take advantage of them and then get to something else. And that is the opportunity that you have right in front of your face if you just go ahead and try to take advantage of it. Now, of course, there are some auto trading concerns and some things that you should think about for risk management. So I wanna cover some of these because I think that these concerns And I kind of like broadly categorized them here, but I think that some of these concerns and ways you should think about risk management, they have their yin and their yang, their benefits and their drawbacks. So let's talk about them. Some of the common concerns about auto trading and the risks associated with auto trading is that they're uncontrollable. And I get this. I would feel the same way. If you are put into an auto trading system or to a black box investment strategy, there is no control. You don't have control. You just are in or you're out. You're part of it or you're not. And I understand why lots of funds and lots of quants and quant funds that are run by computer systems and algorithms, that there is a black box. There's this perceived notion that they have to have some secret sauce behind the magic curtain in order to be valuable. And so that will disappear, I believe. I think all of those will disappear at some point. I think they are the inevitable outcome of how this evolutionary perspective in trading and auto trading evolves. But I think all these black box systems and unknowable things will disappear. And so I think that risk will largely be mitigated as we go through this process collectively together. Now, in the interim, I believe that whatever you do should be completely knowable. You should have access to everything. You should have the ability to change, edit, modify, Stop, start, and see logs of everything that your system or technology is doing. If I told you how much time we have spent at Option Alpha and how much energy and attention and capital we have invested into making everything we do visible to you as the investor, logging, showing logs, documenting things, documenting exactly how everything is calculated and how everything works so that there's no guesswork involved. Nothing is behind a black box. It would blow your mind how much percentage of our time and attention, definitely our team's time and attention is allocated towards this because we believe at a fundamental level that if you're gonna be auto trading and you're gonna be using these systems, you need to see everything. You need to be able to see everything. That's why we put it all out there. So I do think that's a risk of this technology generally is that most of it right now sits behind a black box. And I think that risk will be mitigated and I think that eventually everything will not sit behind a black box, but until it does, until we get to that point, some things sit behind this black box, this veil of secrecy, and you just got to be concerned or watch out for that. Now, when it comes to risk management, I think that this is where auto trading systems potentially shine. Because risk management can be built into auto trading systems or algorithmic systems to help protect investors. We do a lot of this naturally inside of Option Alpha. We give you limits and controls and extra limits and extra controls and switches and decisions to run or not run. This is the opportunity. This is where I think auto trading shines and where risk management now becomes a strength that an investor has versus potentially a weakness. Again, getting back to our analogy of crossing this chasm of risk, this. Bridge between here, today, where we invest and tomorrow or future returns and what we hope to make. Crossing that bridge was all about managing risk, managing your emotions, being emotionally intelligent, right? Having self-control, making objective decisions. But now most of that can be done automated. And in a certain degree, if you don't mess with it, though you have control over it, if you let it do what it needs to do, it will do things more consistently than you ever would as a manual trader. And that is beneficial. It's like, and I'll use the analogy of my kids, I'm not calling anyone a kid here, but if I gave my kids a debit card or a credit card later, I want to have control on how much they spend as they start to use it until they become better with it. And so I would set up limits that no matter what they tried to do, no matter how great the thing was that they wanted to buy, they couldn't go past the limits and i think that with auto trading and auto trading technology that focuses on risk management that it is helping you by not allowing you to make stupid decisions even when quote unquote it's the best opportunity you've ever seen because we all know there's another opportunity right and we all know markets go further and faster in every direction than than we would ever expect so the opportunity that you see is not worth over allocating and a great auto trading system with Appropriate risk management protocols can help you avoid overallocating or doing something stupid in those environments, because it's going to follow the rules. Now there is also the potential for auto trading to minimize a lot of human errors, impulsive decisions, and eventually lead to better outcomes and more wealth. However, the major concern that I have with all auto trading and risk management systems around this is that auto trading, to me, is a magnification. And it has the power to magnify anything that somebody is trying to do. And I think this is the paramount risk in all of this, is that as we become better collectively in using these systems and this technology, it means that we are magnifying the strategy that we are trying to automate or trying to run in our account. I think there's a this wrong perspective, and I will hopefully use this to point back to this for decades to come, but there is the wrong perspective that automation or trading technology or AI will fix things. And I don't believe that's the case. I don't don't believe that's always the case. I don't believe it's the default case. It doesn't fix anything. Auto trading doesn't fix a bad strategy from the start. If your strategy is to allocate 50% of your account to one 50% probability trade every day, you could automate that strategy. Because automation is just a tool to make objective, non-emotional decisions. And if you tell it that's your objective at that time, non-emotional, definitely crazy decision, then the system will do that. So there's this misconception that auto trading will fix it. It's not gonna fix it. If you have a bad strategy from the start, it's just gonna magnify that bad strategy. It will be a one-way street to collapsing your portfolio faster than you ever thought. On the other side, if you have a great strategy and you've had a tough time implementing it or you just haven't been able to implement it the way that you want, auto trading and this technology in the industry will help enhance that and we'll take a so-so strategy or maybe a good strategy make it a great strategy because it will perfect and improve The implementation of that strategy with perfect rules and with consistent outcomes for entering and exiting trades at those predefined levels. So, I really want you to understand that auto trading at its core doesn't fix broken things, it is just a magnification tool. And I see too many people already, and I fight back on this hard. People say, Well, I tried auto trading and it doesn't work. Well, no, no, no. Auto trading always works. But what didn't work was your strategy. You need a new strategy, because if you auto trade, and for the record, we've had people come in and literally blow up their account trading ten thousand iron condors, zero DTE with full account. Like nobody recommended they did that, and they just they're trying for a moonshot. This was their last chance, so they throw two grand in one day, full account, all trades, one position, and they blow themselves up. Auto trading worked. It just Didn't work for that strategy. That strategy didn't work. That was a bad strategy. And so this is why auto trading doesn't fix anything. It enhances it, good or bad. You got a great strategy, it's going to make it better. You got a bad strategy, it's going to make it way worse. And if you understand that concept, you'll be a thousand times ahead of everyone else as you move forward. So let's quickly talk about some emerging trends in auto trading and I think some potential challenges. I think this is really broadly categorized in two different concepts or two different notes that I had. The emerging trends in auto trading, I think, will be in the future more integration of different data and technology that gets brought into investing, things like social media, sentiment analysis. I think natural language processing is going to be a huge part of this. So instead of anyone reading or telling us what is going on, I think that computers and AI will read transcripts, will read interviews, will read 10Ks and 10Qs, and we'll Learn from the changes in tone or words or verbiage as to how a company might be doing. Like, that's just one small example of how I think new technology will help inform different decisions. Also, sentiment analysis, like crowd thinking, like what's hot, what's not. I think the cancel culture is mostly gone, but that's still there. And if cancel culture starts to evolve on social media for a particular company, that might impact the way that that company is traded and its outcome. We've seen this. With numerous examples, I don't have to go through it, but there's tons of examples of companies that have seen this impact be realized and it started in social. And so I think the integration of more connected ecosystems, if I could wrap it up or sum it up in that way, into a trading technology is going to be an evolutionary step that we get to. And I think the challenge is, is getting all that data consolidated and running it through systems and making determinations based on what that data is or how it's perceived, but that's really critical. The other emerging trend, and we're going to see this happen, I swear to you, this is exactly where this industry is going. It's gonna happen faster and faster. We've already seen parts of it, but it will be the absolute real reality of the markets in the future, is we will have 24 seven markets for trading at some point in the future everywhere. Right now, we kind of have like 24-5 for some securities, and they're mostly for equities. I'm telling you, for sure, I have no doubt that the future of investing will be 100% open markets all the time, all day, all night. So until that point, you've been able to get away with the fact that markets close and you can sleep. That is not going to be the reality in the future. Mark my words. Markets closed previously and have to this day because they're mostly run at the highest levels by humans logistically, right? Not the daily implementation. Most of it's done electronically anyway, but markets closed because traders have to go home or the people running the markets have to go home. That will die. That might die very soon. And eventually markets will run all day, every day, all over the world. And If you really think about that, it should scare the pants off of you if you don't have something that's watching all day, every night, all over the world. Because volatility will continue to increase all over the place. And then you throw in the fact that trading can happen at any time, anywhere, across the world, in any market, now you have an opportunity for efficiencies to be exploited if you're using auto trading, but you also have an opportunity for those using auto trading and using that technology to absolutely run over everybody else who's not. So if you are not participating in that environment where markets are open all day, every day, all over the world for all time and never close, you're dreaming if you think that you can be advantageous in that environment. It's going to be really, really hard. So those I think are the major trends. Now I think how can you Adopt to these changes or take advantage of these opportunities. I think you generally just have to stay up to date with it. I think that in many cases, it's very hard to keep up with everything, myself included. I can't keep up with everything that happens. But what you can't do is you can't even let yourself slip and fall behind a little bit. Because as I mentioned before, you will be forced into this adoption. Once markets go, for example, 24 7 all over the world all the time, you're not going to have a choice and say, hey, Mr. Broker, can you please close the markets because I just can't watch them today? No, you're going to have to adopt to it. So the best way to stay up to date and to take advantage of these things is to literally pay attention to it, to immerse yourself in it. If it's a little bit every day, great, it's a little bit every day. If it's a little bit every week to start and you just follow the highlights or follow the news or follow the, the key developments that are happening, do that. Whatever you need to do to stay ahead of it and to start testing and trying, you have to do. Speaking of testing and trying, you absolutely have to start testing this out in your own account using paper trading. If you do nothing else, start paper trading. Start trying to use some of this technology. Whether it's at Option Alpha or someplace else, paper trade using new technology like this because then you'll start to get a hang of it. You'll start to get a feel for it. You'll start to figure out ways that you can incorporate this into your own trading. But if you just sit back and close your eyes and pretend that nothing is going to happen, you're going to get run over by this. All right. So, wrapping this all up again, the reason that auto trading is going to dominate in the future is because it is the next evolutionary step for investors to leverage technology, to leverage data and speed and processing power of computers and systems to make better, objective, data driven decisions and remove all of their cognitive and emotional biases from the actual process of managing risk in a portfolio. Remember that as investors, our entire mission is to take a calculated risk based on known variables today in an unknown future or unforeseeable future and we're being forced to hold and risk that capital and position to reach some expected outcome. And the journey between here and there this chasm of risk that we have to cross is exactly where auto trading will dominate. It will help you get from here to there a lot more efficiently. Again, it starts with your strategy, starts with a sound understanding of fundamentals of investing like position sizing and diversity and uncorrelated asset risk. But if you can do that, if you can master those things, which you can, and then you leverage this tool and these technologies to improve your consistency with trading, to make it more objective and data driven and remove the emotions, I think you will find that it would have been a journey worth taking. So I encourage everyone, please spend some time today, tomorrow, the next couple of weeks, to really dive into all of the new things that are happening in the world of investing and trading. Not just auto trading, but everything. Because this landscape and this market is rapidly evolving and it will be a completely different environment in five or 10 years than it is right now. We'll look back on this and go, wow, it's way different. Like We are doing things completely different now than we did before. And again, I encourage you to lean into this, be at the forefront of this, be a trading pioneer, and ultimately take control of your financial future. Thanks for listening to the Option Alpha podcast. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a rating or comment. Plus, you can get everything, free email updates for future shows, transcripts, video tutorials, case studies, and more. Just visit our website at optionalpha.com. So I hope this was a really insightful and helpful podcast. I hope you go back to it a number of times and re-listen to it. I often find myself going back to podcasts I like and re listening to them, and I hope this is one of them for you. If you did find this helpful, if you thought that this helped change your mindset, or helped give you a new perspective or anything that you thought was valuable to you, I would love to know if you could please take a moment of your time to please rate and review the show wherever you listen to the show, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever, please take a moment of your time to rate and review the show for us. It's truly how we spread the word about what we're doing here at Option Alpha and that's how we reach new traders like you. And I would be really, really grateful if you took a moment, particularly at the end of this episode, which I've been wanting to do and scripting out for quite a long time to let me know what you think. Also, don't forget to connect with us on your favorite social media platform so you can stay up to date with all of the latest things happening, not only inside of Option Alpha, but in the industry in whole. We'll continue to keep you updated, not only with our progress every week and month as we go through the process of building out the platform, but we'll keep you updated with what's happening as a whole in the industry and the landscape for auto trading, new technologies, how things are connecting and how networks are evolving. I think it's going to be a great place to stay updated and to get the TLDR, if you will, on what's happening if you don't follow this space. As always, I truly hope you guys enjoyed today's show and got at least one thing out of it that you can apply right now to help you consistently place smarter trades. And until next time, happy trading.